talking about the creek, the creek talk, talking about the creek, talking about Dawson's Creek. Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week we're recapping season five, episode 16, In a Lonely Place. <laughs> Jamie. What? What did I do? <laughs> Jamie. Steven. Um, did you like this episode? What did you think of this episode? Give me all of your thoughts all at once. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I feel like it was kind of anticlimactic. What do you mean? I mean, we had this buildup. We had this stuff going on with Joey and the teacher, and then Joey gets, you know, mugged. We have like this, these like big events that kind of happened. Oh, right. And then, then there was this episode. Yeah. There was no like. And you're like, huh. They were like, it's so it's done. And now we're just moving yeah. along. We're not going to have this big buildup. You know what I mean? This giant big buildup. And then we turn around and the teacher's like, I'm glad you didn't come. Don't tell me why you didn't come. You just saved my life and my career. And, and then, you know, it's like everything that happened to Joey, this like ordeal that literally she was held by gunpoint. And then there was a car accident in front of her, like all this traumatizing shit. And it's just like, oh yeah, but she's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they don't know. I just wanted more. They do mention that her friends are kind of taking care of her. Well, really, it just sounds like Dawson is. But um, they're kind of, yeah. like, watching her. But, yeah, it's this sort of... episode, it's all going to be swept under the rug. It's not going to be like it never happened, so... It was more about Audrey and, like, mm-hmm. her guilt. It was so weird. Um, and Audrey doesn't come off as that type of person to me that she would believe that God would punish her that way no not at all and then it, and it was like oh because of this I'm, i can't i can't see you pacey like how did we go from there to here i don't especially when you have chemistry and you like genuinely like each other like i wouldn't yeah i, I think the point their, was she gave she them was, their blessing i know i think the point was she was getting cold feet she was getting scared because it wasn't a messy relationship like she's used to she knew those relationships would fail with this one she's scared of it i think that's the whole point you know what I mean? People yeah. apparently are, are afraid to to be in like the real relationships, not the ones that are set to doomed from the beginning, you know? What did you think of the um Jack Pacey gay bar story? <laughs> I, I have a lot of thoughts about that when we got to it. It was so weird. Um what? I don't know. Listen. I I I don't even know. I don't even know if I have anything to contribute regarding this gay bar thing. Well, wait, we've when they were like, he was like, I know a bar that doesn't card. He was like, let's go. And he's like, well, wait, I have to tell you. And he was like, tell me on the way. I was like, it's a gay bar. Why didn't they talk about it on the way? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he never brought it up until they got there. I I was like, it's and he just stared at Pacey when when waited for Pacey to connect the dots when he was looking around. He's like, yeah, this bar is pretty cool, but there really aren't a lot of girls or women or whatever. (laughs) And then Jack just stares at him until like the light bulb goes off. And I'm like, that literally when this was happening, I'm like, oh, clearly they didn't talk about it on the way here. So, yeah. And Pacey had a little bit of 90s gay panic or early for like on. a second. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. But yeah, there's a couple of things that happened during that storyline that kind of made me laugh. I was like, that's unbelievable. That would never happen. And the thing with Joey and the teacher. I hate him 
so much. And I'm so glad that they're done with him. And she just yeah. they broke it off. But he is so full of himself. And when they showed the other young girl coming out of the office and he was like, if you get lost, you know where to find me. I was like, ew, he does this all the time. I knew it. But obviously he's with another woman, like an older woman, which was still disgusting because he was like kind of like hooking up with Joey. I, I don't think that was his girlfriend. I think that was just his like. No, it was like his, was his friends with benefit thing. Yeah. That's what it was. It was his, it was his FWB. Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. Like if you. No, was that's a- what he said. He said, you know, that's my friend. But, you know, when we hang out at the end of the day, we go back to my place and, you know, that. So it's his friends with benefit. They're not dating. They're not exclusive. They just hook up. Well, yeah, I guess when she met him at, in his office, when Joey met him in his office, they just assumed it was over. I anyway. think what happened was he he had an epiphany when she didn't show up. He stopped thinking with his dick and started thinking with his brain. And so that's why he was like, I don't want to know why you didn't show up. I'm glad that you didn't show up because I had time to think and this isn't a good idea. No, you're right. And, yeah. I, and I think that's that's fine. I think that was smart on his behalf. I just thought he was a little mean to her. He was, was he totally did, a dick. And he I think was he a dick. His, his age to his advantage by like kind of like um manipulating the situation with her but he's just a, he's just a dirtball i don't know i don't know he didn't bother me too too much he just sounded like a grown adult who kind of came to his senses and was like this is not gonna work he was just kind yeah, of an asshole about it though he you don't think he was it. yeah he was being a total asshole about it i thought the examples he was using like when they were in the movie theater and like the books and stuff he was talking about and the authors. I was like, you read an English teacher pretentious right now. (laughs) What he does though. He's a literal he's a professor of literature. So I didn't think that was too weird. That's that's how he relates to things. Dude, he he that's how he relates to things. That's who he is. He's a damn literary professor. (laughs) That's all he knows are books. And what's the best ending in 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 English history? And don't say Ulysses. Everybody says Ulysses. I was like, I've never. Uh, meanwhile, I'm over here trying to remember how Ulysses ended. Oh, I don't I've remember. never even read it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Well, we will we will get into it. I think it's going to be a fast episode. I I watched it pretty quickly. And it was it was it was an easy watch. I don't remember this episode at all. Like I know I say that all the time, but honestly, I don't remember this episode at all. I remember the bar thing a little bit as I it was don't. happening. It looked familiar to me. Um, I don't remember Jen and Audrey going to meet the band. Those guys in the band. I remember the band. I remember that. Um, with the two dudes and the two and the girls. I remember that. I remember them going back and doing that as it was happening. It was refreshing in my mind. But like, if you would have in the beginning of the episode said, this is the episode, this is what it's about. Do you remember it? I would have been like, no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even I didn't even know what it was about until I started watching it. Yeah. But um all right, well let's do a quick catch up, Jamie, as you're eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> yes, delicious. I love my chicken nuggets. Um let's see. So over the weekend for me, what did I do over the weekend? Did you lose time again? <laughs> I must be losing time. I literally just had it in my head. Oh, no, not even the weekend. It wasn't the weekend. I did nothing but groceries and like nothing fun. Um, So Rose Red, if anybody's familiar with Stephen King's Rose Red, mm-hmm. um, it's a book, but it's also like a three part miniseries. Finally, is it 
available for you to stream. It's only on Hulu right now. Oh. Um, I'm so excited. You don't even understand the excitement. I started watching it. I'm trying to get Chris to watch it too because it's like one of my favorites. It's so good. Um, yeah, we talked like, about Rose Red a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, because like you can't get it anywhere. Like it wasn't streaming on any. So I had to literally hunt down the DVD and buy it. Like I don't even. It's not even on Blu-ray. It's on DVD. Like I had to hunt it down to get it. Um, but now it's streaming on Hulu. I'm so excited about it. I don't know why, but I'm not complaining. Okay, I hope it stays on Hulu forever. I'm like pumped. Well, it's spooky season now too, so maybe they put it on for that. Maybe, but I hope they keep it on. Maybe people were looking for it a lot, so Hulu was like, "Huh, let's uh, let's throw this in here. We can get the rights mm-hmm. for it. Let's do it." It's so good. I'm so excited. I have to um, my list. Add it to your list. It's on Hulu. Three parts. So oh my god, see. my phone heard heard us. It was the first thing that came up. <laughs> well, it new literally on, came out like two days ago. New on Hulu. Stephen King's Rose Red. <laughs> so. Yeah. So it's in, it's in three parts. And each part is about an hour and a half long. So, but it's so good. It's a little slow in the beginning, but I love it. Um, on a really funny note. So one of the kids' birthdays was last week. Uh, so this weekend, we, last weekend we had a cake, but then we were given another cake for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a piece of it yesterday. And like all of these like chocolates, they had so much sugar yesterday. And I knew that I was gonna have a hard time getting everybody to settle down but anyways they had all of the sweets and um (laughs) they had so much energy they didn't know what to do with each other one of them started cleaning the bathroom and then the other one joined in on cleaning the bathroom and then the next thing I know I see the smallest one carrying the vacuum cleaner did they clean the entire apartment oh my god I didn't ask I didn't say anything they just cleaned it they they loaded the dishwasher they cleaned the bathroom they vacuumed the carpets they did the bedrooms um every room but mine and they did the dining room they cleared off the table they went and cleaned out their backpacks like <laughs> they were on a mission to just they got mad at the sugar <laughs> yeah <laughs> they were on a mission so they i don't know i was i was totally blown away it was so exciting <laughs> i was like this is the best thing i've ever seen in my life well, that's funny they did a great job I'm very proud of them, but I thought that was really funny because nobody asked them. They just started cleaning. <laughs> That's funny. It's good that they're doing that, though. Like, at least they know that, that they know how to clean their rooms and stuff. Oh, they know how. Yeah. Normally, we do it, like, on the weekend, like, every other weekend or something. We'll do, like, a big clean. But they did it yesterday instead. What am I to complain? You clean all you want. Yeah, I don't have, like, a designated cleaning day anymore. I usually do my laundry on Mondays. On my regular laundry day, I would clean during my lunch break, just dust around my apartment. Yeah. And vacuum and stuff, but I don't even do that anymore. I vacuum because we have like rugs in our room. But if I see something's really dusty, I'll just dust it real quick. But I don't have like a designated day anymore. I just do it as I see it, which sometimes is I'm always cleaning the fucking kitchen. It's so annoying. Yeah, I clean the kitchen every single day. But I that's what usually what I do is I just kind of clean and pick up every day. It's just the vacuuming and the like like wiping down like the bathrooms and stuff really yeah yeah i'm always cleaning that bathroom and our bathroom gets so dusty for some reason i don't understand it our whole apartment does this whole apartment gets so dusty i don't know why um do you did you do anything else fun or did the kids clean anything else did they power wash like outside no well they power washed outside what I don't know. The balcony. That's all we have is the balcony. Did they power wash the balcony? <laughs> no. The balcony is clean. Oh, good. 
<laughs> Nobody goes out there. Only Chris and I go out there at night. Oh, that must be nice. It is nice. Um, no, that's pretty much the excitement that I had. Oh, all right. Yeah. I don't know. How about you? How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. We ended up going to pick up this cabinet that I was telling you about. Yes, I see. It's a Billy bookcase with glass doors. We were going to buy one when we first moved in, but I thought the price was just ridiculous. It, it was, it's like a $350 thing. And I was like, oh. I'm spending $350 on that. And one of the tenants asked him if we wanted it and it's in really good condition. And I said, yeah, I get it. Cause I want to, he wanted one and I don't like this metal shelf anymore. I want to like condense it and do something else with that shelf. I don't know. So we got the Billy bookcase and we're going to put it in our kitchen. And oh my God. So Jamie, the, the woman lives on the 30th floor. So I was like, oh my God, she lives on the 30th floor and she's getting like her whole apartment renoed. Imagine if like the power went out and you had to walk up 30 floors. Just oh, to get she, no, she talked about that. She had to walk up 30. Yeah. Something happened. And she's, yeah. she's not like young. She wasn't young either, but she was really funny. I liked her. And, um, her apartment, her condo, whatever you want to call it, it is so nice. And she had these big ass windows that looked out into the city. And I took a picture of it. And she had like she had a balcony that you, like you can sit out on. And you didn't send me. I want to see the picture. Send it to me right now. It was. I just took it like real quick because I didn't want her to think I was taking pictures in her in her apartment. But she was really okay. nice. She likes Justin. That's why she asked if we wanted it, and she liked me because I was like talking to her, but. I was like, I want to live in a place like this one day. It's so nice. And she, <laughs> she told us this story about how her sister or something lived in Boston in a high, like, uh, like the same type of thing, like on a top floor of an apartment complex. Yeah. And she said, one day I'm going to live in an apartment like that. And she said, and I, and I did. And I do. So I was like, yeah, you have to be like, you have to manifest this shit. Like you have to yeah. think positively about it and say, I'm going to get that. I'm going to do that. And it'll happen. You know, it's sure, all about yeah. positive thinking. Positive thinking and research. And research. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how much her condo is, but it was really. Condos are expensive. Cool. Condos are like equivalent to a mortgage. Well, yeah, but. All I thought about was how we would be in our apartment and be able to just have that view and not even put curtains up because like, unless somebody's literally looking in your apartment, I would keep that open without any curtains. And she didn't have any. Oh, curtains. Oh yeah. Well, especially that's, for the that only, that's the only picture that I could take. Cause I didn't want her to think I was being a creep, but no, that's okay. Wow. It was really, really up high. And it was a really great view. You could see William Penn from her, you know, the her. William Penn statue. Yeah. 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 You could see that. You could see the. I wonder if you feel the building, the buildings sway on really windy days. Oh, I know. I didn't even think of that. Oh, that's creepy. Because they have to give a little. So you know that building sways a little bit. But it was it was cool. I don't know the way her her condo was set up, but it was really really neat. She had like almost two living rooms, kind of, and she had a really big kitchen, and she had two bathrooms, and her bedroom was pretty decent sized. But I immediately I started thinking what I would do. You know what I mean? And I was just like... In there? Like where you yeah. would put stuff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm good. City life is not for me. I don't know. I'm sort of like... I'm sort of like getting used to it more and more. But I was like, that by the time everything's situated, I'm gonna... We're gonna move. <laughs> so we obviously didn't get this shelf that day because it didn't fit in the car. But there was a festival going on in 
I guess you would say it was the Gaberhood. I don't know what street it was on. Chestnut mm-hmm. Street? I don't fucking know. But know. their streets were all blocked off and they had vendors out. And um, that restaurant, Elvez, they were selling like these nachos and margaritas. So we ended up going to Elvez for lunch and had some really good nachos. And I had a margarita and it kind of knocked me on my ass, Jamie. Like I got Just one. One, yeah, it was so strong. Oh, okay, that's why. Um, he had he had two. Well, I had a couple of sips of his, but um, his second one. So we were like walking <laughs> around, and I was like, "Wow, I feel like really buzzed." <laughs> I was like, "What do you want to do?" So I was kind of like, "Let's just go home." So we got the car and we went home, and I literally just like stayed in bed for the rest of the day. We didn't really do anything. We were up early. We got home pretty decent time in the afternoon, and then we just like chilled out, you know. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm glad you had a good weekend. Yeah. And then Sunday. Oh my God. You want to hear something ridiculous? <laughs> <laughs> what? So Sunday, we didn't do anything. Um, we we were just sort of were like, whatever. So I started editing the episode for this week. I started it pretty early because I gave enough time to myself because I wanted to go finish watching Fear the Walking Dead, which I'm currently watching. It's like so painful. I don't know why I continue watching it. <laughs> um, so I just got done editing it jamie and i kept saying save it steven save it save it oh your cat deleted it oh i told you I you did I tell me him. you were so mad jamie i almost fucking cried she jumped up on my on my laptop and hit something and a recovery screen came up and it wouldn't clear it out i had to do control alt delete to get me back to the main screen and it didn't take me back to what i was doing it rebooted everything so i had to go back and redo the entire episode again and it took me a couple of hours um so i didn't get done that until like 10 o'clock at night and then i finally just like went to bed but i was like are you fucking kidding me you did all that work gone yep that's exactly what i said and it's my own fault because i said save it steven save it but i didn't save it like like i kept telling myself to i don't know why i didn't just save it oh it was horrible but that's all I did over the weekend. It was pretty relaxed. It was nice to go downtown and just like enjoy ourselves. But oh my God, I was like, I don't want to stay here. I was like, I'm ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sunday he wanted to go to the Italian festival in South Philly. And I was like, really? I don't want to go through crowds again. Eat all the pasta. Well, I've never been to it, but it's near his sister. And I was like, well, at least we can go see your sister. But I was like, I'm not walking through all those crowds because South Philly is so much tighter than it is in like down near Rittenhouse Square. Yeah. But I was like, are we going? Can we just stay home? <laughs> he was like, yeah, it's getting kind of late. I was like, it's one o'clock. <laughs> we could still go. <laughs> it's only one in the afternoon. We have all day. We got up so early, too. And he was like, I want to go to the I want to go to the Italian festival. And I was like, Ugh. and then it's one o'clock and he's like, uh it's late <laughs> no it's not it's the afternoon this is when we usually go out <laughs> i mean the freaks come out at night so you're fine you have plenty uh-huh. of time. <laughs> oh, my God. oh so it uh woody's was having like they had their thing like roped off remember i told you what happened when i went to woody's they like yeah you got kicked out the guy yeah the guy like grabbed me and then he gripped me up and i got thrown out of the bar and he goes, well, we could go to Woody's and get a drink. I was like, I don't support them. They're horrible people. And I will never go back in that bar ever again. This is the one like, with the club upstairs, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I've been there. He goes, oh, right, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's like, how could yes, gay bar in town. No, it's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just you know, like one of the only ones I've been to. I went to another one. They had a drag show in the beginning. And then as soon as the drag show was over, they like got rid of the stage and it opened up and turned into a bar. But like a club, like a club slash bar. It was a club. Uh, but it was like down an alley. I don't even know where the hell it was. It had Philly. to be a tavern on Kamak. Was it a piano bar? I don't remember a piano. They were clubs. It was more of a club. Oh, it was a yeah. weird club. And there was like well, the main. And then there was like like another one that was like up three steps maybe i don't know it was dark it was like all the walls are black you just have the lights and stuff so like i don't it was dark i just um, know it was down an alley tavern on kamak is down an alley but i think there is another one that's close to it that's that's more of a nightclub yeah i don't know but like that's what it was it was you you paid you got in there was a like a drag show thing that they did and then like minutes the show was over the lights came on everybody went to the bar and they disassembled the whole like walkway that they did and stage and it got turned into a club we were there until like i don't know two in the morning at least it was like dead it was a long time ago i was like in my early 20s jamie i haven't been to a, a gay club in so long yeah i, I mean i don't know but we went to one... like i said 20s I, my early 20s and then I just didn't care anymore. I'm like, this is lame. I'm wasting money. We went to a gay bar last summer when we went to Rehoboth, but we played bingo. There was a drag queen there doing bingo. It was really fun. They're and fun, I, though. I like that. Well, I, had to, I had to have some margaritas because I was getting, I get so tense when I go to those places. Even yeah, when there's I go, so many people or. Yeah. And I get very like, self-conscious. I don't know. Even if I go to like a regular bar, I get very self-conscious that people are looking at me. So I, I'm like. Self-conscious or paranoid? self-conscious i'm not par- <laughs> i'm not paranoid <laughs> maybe a little paranoid <laughs> but but i i was like get me a margarita and of course i'm like chugging it <laughs> naturally you gotta loosen up a little like this yeah i want to like feel good i don't want to be like tense the whole time you know so i never pay attention to that stuff it doesn't bother me when people look at me i'm like whatever i don't know whatever I... we go out and pe- apparently people look at us all the time because we're an interracial couple and i don't even notice i'm like all right well Oh, that's stupid. That's what they want to look at, I guess. We must we must be the talk. No, I don't know. <laughs> the world today is it's just crazy. The fact that anybody would care that like two guys or a white girl and a Filipino guy are together, that they care about that, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, right. It doesn't like, even affect them. Like pay attention to your own life. Stop like worrying like, about others. Yeah, like you like you and it's always like crazy Christians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> no offense to any Christians listening. I don't think, but... I don't think any crazy Christians listen to us. <laughs> if they I do, they don't you anymore. To, to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I revoke you. <laughs> I rebuke you. You read the Bible every night. <laughs> hey, I used to go to Catholic school. Like, I used to be, like, afraid of God. Like, being punished by God all the time when I was a kid. I don't know. As I got older, I just... I was like, this is not normal. Well, anyway, that was my weekend. I'm glad we both had a chill weekend. And now we are going to recap this episode. Are you ready, Jamie? I'm ready. All right. So this week, we are recapping season five, episode 16, In a Lonely Place. Aired February 20th, 2002. Written by our friend, Gina Fattori. Yay! (gasps) Shout out to Gina Fattori. And directed by Keith Samples. So we open in a familiar place with Dawson and Joey, and they're watching a movie together in her dorm room. 
and they're sitting on the floor the concrete floor on a rock that her their room looks so dirty to me i don't know why i think it's just because it's a little bit dated and they got hard floors it's not like there's carpeting you know what i mean it's like concrete concrete is different than like hardwood floors or even linoleum but even linoleum gets kind of grody though so I know. All I could think about was how dusty that, that floor was. Because you have to, like, mop it and everything. Just keep yeah, it you gotta, clean. You gotta keep it clean. But they're, like, sitting on the floor watching this movie. And she literally looks like she's about to fall asleep. So the movie ends and he's like, well, what do you think? And she's like, I don't know. It's just so boring. <laughs> and he's like, boring? What are they teaching you at Worthington? And he mentions some film critic, Paulina Cal. It's so unimportant. I thought it was going to be so much more important than it was later in the episode, but it wasn't. Um, And Joey says, so this is your homework. You sit around and watch movies all night. And he's like, yeah, I'm doing it again tomorrow night. And he asks her to join him. And she says, so are you guys doing this babysitting thing in ships? Or what's the pattern here? And she does this like big smile. She's like, (laughs) and he says, your friend just want to spend time with you. Is that a problem? She's like, no, but it's unnecessary. And he gets up to leave. And she's like, do you want me to walk you out? He's like, no, it's fine. You stay right here. And she's like, Dawson, I'm fine. Really, I am. And he says, I know. You're just not going to tell me how happy I am that you're okay. And she says, no, sorry. It has been nice seeing you again and hanging out. And he's like, yeah, it has been. And then they both say, I'll see you tomorrow night. And he leaves. Uh, It was pretty cut and dry. It was pretty nostalgic for the show. Considering. And it was kind of cool too. Because it was different. Like their interaction was different. She wasn't goading or super involved in the movie. Because they're growing. You know what I mean? Movies are still very much his thing. Whereas for her. It was only kind of her thing. Because he liked it. She even said it later. Yes, I don't really care. This is boring. I'm going to be honest about it now. I'm not going to feed into your delusional, you know, awestruck eyes. I'm going to tell you how I really feel. And I appreciated that. So it was like a nice throwback to how we used to start the show every single day. But it was also different because they're older. I appreciated that. Wait, the other thing I was going to say. was, Oh, you know what I thought? I thought they were watching his movie that he just directed in the beginning. And when she said it was boring, I was like, wow, that was mean. But then he's <laughs> talking about these films that he has to watch. Um, so yeah, I was I had to rewind that for a second. I was like, oh, they're watching a different movie. I thought they were watching his movie. I was like, she's literally just told him his movie's boring. <laughs> um, but the other thing is, too, we find out that they're all taking care of her now because of the mugging that she's totally cool with. <laughs> she settled it. Yeah, like, I, I, died. Was, <laughs> I was still hoping... Not that I, you'd ever hope on it, but I was looking for uh, her to have some kind of adverse reaction to something, whether it be like a sound or, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Her being paranoid, somebody's walking up behind her, like some kind of sign that she was affected by this whole traumatic ordeal. And I didn't see that happen once. No, her main concern was Professor Wilder. <laughs> yeah, she like just uh, is fine. I'm totally fine. Everything is fine. But I never made it to Professor Wilder's house that night. I said his name wrong. Wilder. 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 I said Walder. Sometimes it's hard to get that word out. Wilder, not Walder. Wilder. 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 Mulder. Mulder. Scully. Fox Mulder. 
Um, all right. So now we are in Dawson's attic bedroom and he's like on his laptop doing something. And Jen walks up with her straight hair and she's so skinny. Pink looked really cute. The hair. I like the hair. I didn't mind the straight haired look on her. Yeah. You didn't like it last time. I liked it. I like it on her. I didn't mind it this time. I think maybe it was the haircut. Her hair is longer. Yeah. So that's probably why. So she says, well, the show, she sees him like working and she's like, what are you doing? She's like, well, the show doesn't start till seven. So you do have time to change into a cooler t-shirt. And he's like, what? (laughs) And he's like, "Um, I'm not understanding. Like, where are we going? She's like the concert veneer. She says she's interviewing them after their concert. And Dawson did the boyfriend thing and said he'd go with her. And um, he's like, oh, shit, there's a screening tonight at the school. And I kind of told Joey, I asked Joe if she wanted to go with me. And she's like, really? And he's like, is that OK? And she's like, yeah, because he says he doesn't want to leave her alone. And she's like, of course, because she's like, what's she going to say to that? Yeah. But, but what bothers me is that he totally forgot about his girlfriend making plans with her. And now yeah. he's going out with this other person that's been in their triangle, their love triangle, their whole like teen years, you know? I did kind of laugh when um when he's like he's like, Did I did I agree to that? And she's like spoken like a true boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed. I thought it was really funny. Cause I mean, how many times have women, even if it's your husband, <laughs> set a plan, say this is what we're gonna do, and you agree to it, and then they forget all about um, it. Um, I do it to Justin all the time. He doesn't remember anything that we plan to do. But See? I remember everything I have to do with him. I, I try to forget. <laughs> <laughs> but I end up having to go anyway. I'm always the like, I know something's coming up, but I don't remember where and I don't remember what. So like, or like when and what. So like, I need, I'm like, something's coming up sooner, isn't it? And they're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'll be like, yeah, it's this this Saturday or whatever. I'm like, I can never remember. I know it's coming. I don't remember when. Unless it's in my, if it's not in my calendar, I will never know. No, I literally we have a calendar on our fridge and I write everything on there. So we so we remember because I I very rarely put anything on my phone. Yeah, I started using the calendars on my phone. I have them all synced to one calendar. So she looks upset and he's like, does it bother you that I'm going out with her? And she says, no, I just wish that we had a clean slate sometimes. That's all. And then he's like, hi, I'm Dawson. And she kind of laughs and she goes, hi, I'm Jen. And she finally gives in and she tells him to go with Joey She's like, I'm sure. Um, she goes, you probably would have hated it anyway. Well, I have to tell you, after we saw everything with this like concert and the interview, why would she want him to go with him with her? I I would be so bored out of my mind if if like Justin was like, Do you want to come to this? Dawson went? Yeah. If Justin was like, Hey, I'm interviewing yeah. this band afterwards, uh, after this concert, do you want to go? I would probably be like, eh, I don't know. That's like a work thing, right? Like, unless it's, like, something that we're doing, like, you know, separately. No, not that's not the word. Like, if I it was something, like, like, like fun, it depends. he would have just sat there. It depends on your them. hobby. It de- right. It depends on, like, the stuff you like. Like, Dawson doesn't come off as a guy that really cares about rock music and concerts. No. He's more of the film geek. Right? So, I feel like if, like, if Dawson was my boyfriend and that's something that I had to do and I knew that, like, he wasn't going to be into it and he was going to be bored and in turn it was going to make me, like, kind of miserable... I wouldn't have asked him like, okay, I'm going to ask somebody who has a similar interest. You know what I mean? Even though you might be my boyfriend, I don't expect you to go to this because you're going to be bored. And I would hope that he would do the same, but obviously offer first. Do you want to? No pressure. If you don't, I'm going to ask so-and-so, you know what I mean? Because I know it's not your thing, but 
Like I would have made a big deal about it, but I understand the frustrations with the whole thing with, you know, the menage a trois between her, Joey and Dawson. Um, but I definitely think that we can, well, I don't even want to say it's behind them because it's not quite behind them yet, <laughs> but they're in a good place right now. Like we know that Dawson hopefully they're in a good place good. right now. By the end of this episode, do you think they're in a good place? I don't think Jen's in a good place. I mean, we'll get into it with what happens with her, her and the band guy. But like, I don't think I think she's starting to think they're not because of what this guy says to her, which is so ridiculous. Yeah, that she shouldn't listen to that dude. Yeah, that whole I, we'll get to that. Let's keep moving. Yeah. We'll table that for now. So yeah, she's like, it's fine, blah blah blah. So now we cut to Audrey, and she's like dancing around her mansion of a dorm room, and she's like putting clothes away. It was kind of funny though because they went, they were using the same music in the scene with Jen and Dawson, and they brought it into the scene with Audrey because she was actually listening to that. Uh, yeah, and then she turns it off because somebody's knocking at the door, and it's Pacey, and. <laughs> She goes, oh, it's you. She's like acting like standoffish. And um, she's like, "Is am I late for work or something? And he's like, no, it's both of our day off. And Joey has classes, which means. And she's like, look, the other night, we'll just have to remain in your beautiful memory category. <laughs> he's like, are you mad because I didn't call? And she says, look, when we had sex, it created some sort of cosmic imbalance, like a karmic disturbance, if you will. Bad energy is seeking us out. It's here and it's hovering. And he's like, I hate to break it to you, but the guys in the Ghostbusters aren't real scientists. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Pacey, let's review. We had sex in your car on Friday night. And I was like, oh, okay. Now they're they're telling us what happened because we never saw this. No, no. Because we got, I honestly, when I got to the scene, I had to pause and I literally went into the episode guide just to make sure I didn't accidentally skip an episode. Cause I'm like, what the hell is happening? We're missing things. Joey's having, you know, a dinner thing with Dawson and everything seems to be fine. Now all of a sudden Pacey and, and friggin' uh, Aubrey, like, yeah, like they're doing it. And I'm like, I, what? so we skipped ahead a little bit here. This isn't even like the next day. This is like probably a couple of days, at least two. Yeah. She says on Friday night. So I'm assuming this is like, a Monday because he says Joey's in classes or whatever. Yeah. So we, we definitely got through the weekend without any information. Yeah. So they're like pretty much telling us that they had sex together in his car, which is really weird to me. What? You never had sex in a car before? No. And I never will. I have not into car sex. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So yeah, car. she's like, we had sex in your car on Friday night. And he says, yes, we did. <laughs> and she says, think, Pacey, what else happened very late on Friday night? And he says, well, Joey had her little run-in with the criminal element. I'm like, why are they talking like this? It's so annoying. With the criminal element. Well, she got mugged. Just say that. Yeah, right. That. But she's fine. That's it. She's like, I can't believe you're blaming us for Joey getting mugged. She's just upset. She tries to lead him to the door to push him out. And he's like not giving up. He's like, fine. We don't have to have sex. We can spend some time together. Get to know each other a little better. That way they can disperse all that bad karmic energy. And I'll learn how to call next time. (laughs) She says, no, we just can't hang out. Maybe if the sex had been bad. And he's like, so you thought the sex was good? (laughs) She's like, well, yeah. Didn't you? And he goes, yeah. (laughs) I think Pacey. Pacey is probably the best sex she'll never have. <laughs> right? Probably. He was taught by a teacher, so. <laughs> <I know. laughs> exactly. So, 
they start to get like closer and then she like gets standoffish again and she's like this is exactly why i just can't hang out with you she's not going to subject herself to some platonic torture test and then she pushes them out the door so now we see joey and she's sitting outside wilder's office on the floor and that's when we see him walking this young student out and he's he's like almost being flirty with her it seems and she goes in and he says to her every day is groundhog's day with us miss potter trouble is we never seem to get any smarter and she sits down and she says well i thought i'd change our luck by changing the venue and he says so did you make up some academic pretext or is this purely a social visit she's like i thought i owed you an explanation and he says for leaving my house friday night and never coming back She's like, there is a reason. And he says, don't tell me. <laughs> I was like, what? Don't tell her. Or don't tell him. Wait, I have a question about this, right? I'm Joey. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking home. I'm on my way to this guy that I like's place. He knows I'm coming. I get mugged at gunpoint. Mugger gets hit by car. I stay with Mugger as he's bleeding out on the street until police come. I go to hospital. I talk to his wife. I watch his kid. And then <laughs> I watch him die. Total traumatized. But I know that I was supposed to be somewhere. We have two days missing. You mean to tell me that at least not by the next day, if not the next day, the next day, like Sunday, you wouldn't have called him up and been like, hey, just so you know, I got mugged. Like, that's probably (laughs) one of the first things I would have told somebody that I was, like, kind of seeing. I know. Especially if they knew they're waiting for me. Right. Like, why didn't you talk? Yes, my close friends, but also a boyfriend, a spouse, you know, your mom, like, I don't know. Well, not her mom, maybe, but obviously, sorry, excuse me. But you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't she, why did she wait until Monday? She literally just went ghosted him for two days straight. Because she's Joey Potter. She's so self, she's so selfish. <laughs> because the writers just want to sabotaging, maybe. Well, it's weird because she does seem to really like him because she's so jealous in the movie theater. I don't know. Um, she does like him. I just thought that entire situation was weird. So not only did you blow him off, but you gave him two days to think about his actions, which in the end is is smart for both of you. But I, I mean, I'm pretty too. sure one of my first things would have been to contact him. <laughs> so no, I agree. I I would have, especially as soon as I got my phone back, I would have called him and been like, "Look, yeah. go to the hospital. Like, sorry, I'm not, I'm not. Like, it would have been on my mind because that's what I was. Yeah, thinking, you know, at some point. I mean, even when you're overwhelmed with everything else, usually yeah. you want somebody. Usually you want like. Somebody that you trust to be there for you so you're not by yourself, right? That should have been their, her first clue. That he wasn't one of the first people that she contacted. Well, I also think this is just the writer's way of getting them to break up. To split well, them yeah, up. of course. It's a TV show. And but that's no, fine. in real life, and if it was real life, I would have been like, uh, I just got mugged, so I'm not coming over. The first person I would have called would have been Chris. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know just the way it is in tv land apparently apparently <laughs> so yeah he's like don't tell me you'll ruin the the writerly effect that you created and he compares her to lily bart he's just being an asshole to her and she's not really like picking up his cues like she no, thinks he's, like joking around and he says you're the girl in the 19th century novel who would refuse to marry for money no matter how much it would raise your station in life the girl who would say yes sleep on it and recover her moral principles and break the guy's heart the next morning i was like oh shut up wilder you you should not break your heart she's like can i talk now and he says only if you promise not to explain anything she's like well i can't promise you that and he says well then i'm afraid we're at an impasse here and then her whole face like changes and she says 
So that's it. The whole thing is over just like that, just because you say it is. And he says, we haven't covered endings yet in class. She's like, you can't be serious, you douchebag. <laughs> he says, I think we both know what happened Friday night. And she goes, oh, we do. And he says, you saved my life that night and possibly my career. I don't need to know why you didn't come back. I just need to say thank you. And she's sitting there like, what? Like, is this really happening? And that's when um, I assumed it was his secretary, but I guess it's his FWB. She comes yeah. in, she interrupts, and she's like, oh, sorry, David, are you done here? And he says, Joey? And she goes, yeah, we're done. They're per- they're proverbially done. Proverb- <laughs> they're done. They're, they're over. They're splitsville. <laughs> Splitskies. They're over. And she just leaves. She's like, you fucking asshole. So now we cut to Pacey um, throwing rocks at someone's window. He thinks it's Jen. And Jack creeps around the side of the house and he has another new hairstyle happening, which it's kind of better. He's like getting there. Yeah, like, I just don't like this bang thing that's happening with the front of his head. <laughs> like I don't the rest of his head is fine, but it's like too long. I don't I don't know. He looks kind of like raggedy. Like he doesn't cut his I don't know. Like I don't like it. I don't I think it's honestly because it's it's not the only actor that we've seen who's had this weird like haircut it must have been the style back then like the early 2000s it's gotta be that style because damn (laughs) it's like this weird choppy like short but not short thing i'll have to look at pictures from that time back then and see what my hair looked like yeah although i posted Um, some i did post some so yeah it wasn't sort of like that it was just normal so he's like why are you throwing rocks at my window and he's like, oh, I thought it was Jen's. <laughs> and he goes, well, you, can you go get Audrey and have her come down? He's like, I'm back. I'm rested and I'm ready to argue. <laughs> and Jack's confused. Pacey says that he knows that she's going to the concert with Jen. And he's sure that they're up there just pimping away right now. <laughs> and Jack's like, you mean primping? And he's like, I know what I said. Jack's like, you seem really agitated right now. And Pacey says that Audrey doesn't want to see him because he didn't call her. And that she thinks it's their fault that Joey got mugged. And Jack's like, that's so ridiculous. That's not why. And Jack can't tell them to come down because they're gone. Pimped out of here ages ago. (laughs) And he says, this night has not gone the way that I envisioned it. But the important part here is that I still have my dignity. And he's like, so what are you up to tonight? And he's like, well, I'm going to a bar that doesn't card. And Pacey's like, sold, let's go. And he's like, well, Pace, I got to tell you something. Tell me on the way. And he's like, all right. <laughs> and then they leave. <laughs> and they never talk about it on the way. No. And Pacey's still confused when he gets there. My first thought would have been, are we going to a gay bar? Right. Wait, can I tell you a funny story real quick? I was I was telling Justin about it the other day when we were out. Because I, I totally forgot about it. So before I came out, I was around gay guys that I wasn't aware were gay or I wasn't aware that one was even flirting with me. So um, I worked with this lady and one year I was auditioning for American Idol and she told me it was in like New Jersey or something. And her, she told me her son was auditioning too. And she goes, you guys should drive together. And I was sort of like, Oh, I don't know him though. Like that's weird. And she was like, no, he'll, he'll totally be like, fine with it so we like talked and we met at the store and we drove together to 
wherever we were going, I forget where the hell it was, but anyway, we were, we went, we both went to audition. Um, so we're in the car driving and he's, I'm like taking note of the music he's playing. Like he's playing a lot of like George Michael and like George Michael. Okay. Much. Basically just a lot of George Michael. Yeah. And like, I like George Michael. So I was just like, you know, singing along and we're like talking and he's like, at one point he goes, you know, like my dream job was always to be a bartender in the gay bars. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, I always wanted to do that. And I was like, why? <laughs> and he's oh like, God. and he goes, because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> And then, like, later on, I realized what was happening. I was like, oh, my God, I think she was trying to set us up. And this was before I was out. I was like, I wonder if she was trying to set us up. But I would have never been able to date this guy, even, like, as the first guy I ever dated. He was so full of himself. He like, And I never spoke to him ever again. And he was really annoying when we were, like, driving back the whole day. It was, he was so obnoxious sometimes. And he smoked all the time. Um, um but anyway i just remember coming home and telling my mom and my mom was like i thought he was gay and i was like why she goes i don't know like you uh, were going to audition for american idol together i was like yeah but i'm auditioning for american idol and i was like and that i think about things and i go wow my mom must have been in denial <laughs> 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 really hard but I was like, oh, that's so funny. Because I was telling Justin about it. And I go, that's like the second time. Like, the guy who sold me my car, my first car hit on me. And I had no idea what he was doing. Until my brother was like, Steven, I think he wants to fuck you. <laughs> I was like, no, he doesn't. I was like, you're so disgusting. And then he, the guy called me at my house. And was like, he called me on like a random day and asked me how my car was. And they were like, Steven, it's so it's such and such from Saturn. And I was like, why is he calling? And they were, my oh. brother's like, because he he probably wants to bang you, Steven. And I was like, shut up. And I remember getting on the phone with him and he's like, so what are you doing tonight? And I was like, uh, I don't know. I think I'm hanging out with some friends. And he's like, oh, do you want to like, like he asked me out. And I was just like, yeah. I'm kind of busy. But still, Jamie, it was like... <laughs> going over your head yes both times like and I was like oh my god I was such an idiot I was like man I could have been like dating up a storm if I came out earlier (laughs) (laughs) at least people thought I was attractive I mean yeah well yeah I was cute in my 20s I'm not gonna lie (laughs) you're still cute Steven thank you Jamie you're welcome but no, I was telling Justin that the other night because we were in the neighborhood, and I was like, oh, you know, it's so funny. I just remembered. And he was like, yeah, you're like clueless about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just in my own bubble. Anyway. Happens to the best of us. <sighs> yeah. So now we cut to Jen and Audrey. Uh, they're like excited because they're getting lost backstage at a rock concert. And I had no idea that three to four lefts is a circle. Did you know that? <laughs> so three lefts, one, two, three, four lefts is a circle. Yeah. Because it takes you all the way around a block. Yeah. I was like, oh, I never heard that before. Yeah. So they. It's about like, you know, when you're on a block and you're just, I got to make three lefts around the block. You're not quite back to where you started, but you're almost there. 
so they find the band guys and Audrey's like, I want the cute one. And Jen mentions that she didn't like the band because they she thought they were too gimmicky. Jen says, just to set the record straight, you may be hearing some misguided hormonal charge attempt to get the Pacey out of your system, but I am here purely out of professional reasons. I am going to interview them, then go home to Dawson. And Audrey's like, well, Dawson is out with Joey. And Jen's like, I don't care. Oh, then that's when the guys come out. And we see the one guy, he looks like a Karen with his hair cut. Yeah. His name was Steven. Not cute. <laughs> I don't know. What the, I forgot what the other guy's name was, but um, he's got like weird matted layered hair and a beard. That's what I mean. Like all of their hair was stupid. I just I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Their hair is stupid. Even the guy who was like flirting with Joey, his hair is stupid. I don't know who they hired like to do this. Like they were like, you know what? We need to make these guest stars' hair look ridiculous compared to yeah. Their well, stars. Uh, they succeeded because <laughs> wow. Yeah, the one guy had had like a bob. It was weird. And it was yeah. so straight. Like it. Like he did not need to keep his hair that long. So they're like, when did we order two beautiful blondes? And they're like, how did you like the music? And Jen's like, oh, it was good. <laughs> so they go in and get their coats. And Audrey says to Jen, never mind. I want the one with the beard. Because he's obviously the cuter one out of the two of them. Which right. I would agree with. And she kind of like laughs about it. I When I watched that scene, I was like, I wonder if that was improvised. <laughs> Maybe. It seems a little improvised to me. Uh, so now we cut to Dawson and Joey. And they're at his school because they're going to watch this movie. And she's like, I take it you're starting to like it here. And he's like, yeah, at first I didn't feel like I fit in. And she says, so now you're just as pretentious as the rest of them. And he starts naming off like movie people and she has no idea what he's talking about. And he's like, he used to know who that was. Like some cinematographer. I don't know. I think that's right. Cinematographer, right? That's a a thing. That's a thing. Cinematographer. Cinematographer. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, uh, I have to admit, I pretended to know who they were just to impress you. And he says, you're way more of a girl than I ever imagined. And then he sees Wilder and he goes, isn't that your professor? And we see that Wilder's meeting up with the woman. I kept calling her his secretary. I thought it was his secretary. I don't know who she was. It was just his friend, I guess. Friend, somebody you knew. Maybe some of his college days. They give each other a kiss and... We hear him tell his date that in the captions that he's like, you look great. <laughs> and we cut back to Joey and she looks so shocked. Like gutted? Yeah. Gutted. Like stares uh, hardcore too. Uh-huh. Hard stare. I thought she did really good face acting in this. Like her yeah. reaction to this was perfect. I loved it. Because she's, she's looking at him with like, I can't believe this. And then he's like do you want to go over and say hello and she's just like staring at them and she's like no let's not and um she's sort of like thinking to herself like he's such a piece of shit like oh my god and then um she like does this thing where she like turns back around to him and she's like no let's just go i thought it was like really great acting on her part honestly so did i so did i (laughs) she was very believable it is I felt it watching her. I was just like, wow, I would have felt the same way if I would have been like duped. Felt like I was being duped by some guy. Yeah. 
So now we're with Pacey and Jack, and this is when Pacey realizes that Jack took him to a gay bar. And I said, yeah, it kind of looked like a fun gay bar, like laid back. And that's when Pacey said, I literally wrote that in my notes. And then Pacey goes, it doesn't look like a gay bar, which is, and I said, that's exactly what I said. And Jack says that um, that's exactly why he goes there. He says, Audrey took me here. Or I don't know if he says that now or he says it later, but he's like, yeah, that's exactly why I go here. Jack says, yes. He does. He does say that Audrey, that Aubrey was the one that brought him there. And then he was saying how, um, she always seems to be that type of person. She narrows in on the one thing that you're like kind of hesitant or scared of. And she's just like makes you face it. And she yeah. does. She she definitely does. So Jack's like, I got to go to the bathroom. Are you going to be okay? And no, he goes, are you weirded out right now, Pacey? And he's like, but you think I've never been to a gay bar before? <laughs> and that's when he has gay panic. And he's like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> So now we cut to Jen and she's talking to the lead singer and he asks her if she has a boyfriend and she doesn't really answer him. She's just sort of like taking, they're having a conversation. I don't remember what they're talking about. He's being like so weird. And he was hitting on her like hardcore. But she's sort of like enjoying it. She sort of likes it, I guess. And he asks her if she has a boyfriend and she doesn't say anything. And then he goes, well, it's over. And she's like, what? And he goes, the song, it's over. And she goes over and turns the, um, changes the, the record or whatever. And we cut to Audrey talking to the other guy. And she's trying to flirt with them. And then he lets her know that he has a girlfriend. She's sort of just like, oh, right. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> right. And she's like, well, that doesn't seem very rock and roll. And he goes, what, monogamy? And she says, don't you ever just get the urge to do something bad? And he says, yeah, but I don't. She goes, it's really that simple for you? And he says, yeah, why wouldn't it be? I was like, this this guy's like an actual fucking human being. (laughs) Like a straight up nice guy who wants to be in a decent relationship with his girlfriend. Right. She says she thinks of relationships being more complicated than that. And he says, yeah, the bad relationships. (laughs) And she's like, oh, you got me on that one. (laughs) Which is a true statement. Like relationships don't have to be complicated. But if you're in a bad relationship, it might be just that, you know? Yeah. Working hard at it. I don't know. Now we see Pacey and he's talking to this guy, Jeff, about civilization. And he tells Jack that he's a food critic for a really big magazine in town. And Jack pulls him away and he's like, Pacey's like, he's this close to giving the restaurant a write up. And Jack's like, well, what does he want in return? And Pacey's like, what? And he goes, you don't think that he thinks that I'm. And Jack says, yep, unless you mentioned in the last few minutes that you weren't gay. And then Pacey tries to defend his straightness. Mm-hmm. And Jack's like, that guy was hanging on to every every word that you were saying. Nobody listens that hard unless they're looking for something. And Pacey says that for the first time in his life, he understands what it's like to be a really hot woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack's like, well, you're not that hot. <laughs> and he's like, what? Just kidding. Yes, he is. <laughs> so Jack yes, wants to tell Pacey. So Jack wants to tell the guy, but Pacey doesn't want to because he wants to wait until he agrees to do the story. <laughs> and Jack's like, well, what are you going to do when he asks you for your number? And he goes, I will give him your number. <laughs> and Jack's like, no, you're not doing that. We're going to go tell him the truth. So, okay. So Jack's like, he obviously wants something in return. Okay. I don't think that's 100% accurate. I mean, I think if Pacey was straight up with this guy and said, look, I'm here with my friend and 
you know, it would be really cool if you did this. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Even if he did say, oh, I'm not gay. I feel like the guy would have known that Pacey was straight to begin with. I would have figured that these guys are probably well equipped with their gaydar. And Pacey doesn't come off as a gay guy. No, Pacey is... Not that everybody has to come off as a gay guy, but you can usually kind of tell if they're like attracted to you type thing as opposed to just being your friend, you know, or just like an interest. Yeah, so I feel like Pacey was probably giving off a lot of straight vibes considering he was talking about his restaurant the whole time. Yeah, like he's not flirting. He's just talking about something that interests him and it's the restaurant he works at. So I feel like Jack was kind of being like a little obnoxious about the whole thing. I don't know. I don't know. Jack doesn't even know what it's like to be gay. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I thought it was kind of funny how like he is now all of a sudden this all-encompassed, knowledgeable, Mm -hmm. like, gay professional. Yeah. Give me a break. So, yeah, that bothered me. Uh, So now we're back at the radio station, and Jen starts interviewing the band. She's being a little rude to them. She says, people don't come to see the opening act. And the lead singer, Steven, says that most people prejudge them. Then they take one look at you, and they say, and they'll say, no, not for me. So he's, like, really flirting with Jen. He's, like, saying all these things to her to just, like, get in her head, I guess. Yeah. And she's, like, falling for it. So then they cut to, we cut to Dawson and Joey at the theater. And they sit down and she sees Wilder with his date. And she just keeps staring at him. And Dawson's like, are you sure you don't want to go say hi? And she's like, God, no, how embarrassing would that be? So then (laughs) he asks her something and she changes the subject. And he explains to her what the movie's about. And she says, you have to be a film geek to understand the movie. And he says, or friends with a film geek. And she goes, right, like us. They could be just friends. And Dawson says, your teacher and the girl he's kissing. (laughs) And he goes, Joey, do you have a crush on your English professor? And she says, what? No, that's so weird. I don't know what makes her think that she can like easily hide this because she's not hiding it at all. No, he's so obvious about it. She's incredibly obvious about it. He says, it's not that weird. Teachers have personal lives. They have been known to kiss people from time to time. And she goes, yeah, lots of people. And then he just looks at her and he's just staring at her. And she's just staring straight forward. And the movie starts. But he's like kind of smiling about it. Like, dude, I know. I know why you are in denial. But she's so annoyed, too. She's so annoyed that she's watching this. Oh, yeah. So the guy with the beard and Audrey have a conversation. He says, well, who is this guy that you're gaga over? And she's like, well, he's a bread maker. And he's also the ex of my roommate. And he says, well, what other excuses are you going to throw at me? Because she's trying to downplay who Pacey is. Right. As if to say, like, I shouldn't be with him. She's like, do you believe in God? And he's like, it depends. (laughs) He's like, it depends on what you're, if you're going to try to convert me or something. And she's like, my friend was mugged. And when she called and left me a message, I missed it because I was having sex with her ex-boyfriend in his car. And she's like, so after I listened to the message, I made a pact with God. And I said, make sure that Joey's okay. And I'll walk the path of moral righteousness. And he says, so no more trying to pick up guys in rock and roll bands. And she says, well, God doesn't want me to be a nun. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, oh, but he does want you to give up this one particular guy, though. She says, I must. It's got to be a sign. Otherwise, this whole thing with Pacey is just too easy. And he says, well, maybe that's your sign. And she's like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I can (laughs) listen to you. (laughs) I don't think so. So now Jen's talking to the other guy with the bob. And 
he asks her, they're sitting on the couch together, like super close. And he asks her again, if she has a boyfriend and she's like, you already asked me that. Why do you keep asking? And he's like, cause I'm, I'm interested in you. And he kind of leans in to kiss her. And she's like, I do have a boyfriend. I do have a boyfriend. And he's like, no, you don't. You're just making that up. And he sort of like tries to lean into her again. And she's like, no, I do. And I wouldn't hurt him in a million years. And then he kind of like moves away from her. And he's like, all right, I got it. But Message received loud and clear. But she liked this. Oh, no, she definitely didn't. I think a little bit with this entire scene, Jen is fighting with her older self. Yeah is what she's doing. This was like temptation of the worst kind for her. I'll tell you what, Jamie. I don't know. If that construction guy was flirting with me, I think I'd be able to give in to my temptation. <laughs> <laughs> that makes one of us. Oh my god. So now Pacey is still talking to the food critic, and Jack is standing right next to him, and he's like, now Pacey. So Pacey's like, look, I'm not totally... Uh, and then the food critic says, available and he goes i suspected and he goes i thought you two were together and he gives pacey his card and he says i never do this but if you two ever break up just give me a call (laughs) wait so this is the part that cracked me up so this guy thinks that jack and pacey are together okay right this gay guy still doesn't believe that pacey is a straight guy just talking up his restaurant if justin was talking to some guy in a bar and i was right next to him first of all i'd be like what are you doing we're not right. I'm not we're not doing this. Like if you want to talk to him, I'm leaving. And if the guy he was talking to realized that we were together and said if you two ever break up and gives me their number, I'd be like, you can go fuck yourself. Also, another option would be that they just had a threesome because gay guys just do that stuff. <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird though, because he was sitting there interested in supposedly interested but he's been talking to Pacey the whole time so when he goes and gives up the card he gives it to Jack he hasn't even talked to Jack at all so I just thought that was weird oh did he give it to Jack I thought he gave it to Pacey he gave it to Jack because then Pacey was like what the fuck no he gave it to Jack oh he didn't even give it to Pacey oh that's so funny and I was confused I'm like he didn't even talk to Jack this whole time (laughs) so weird (laughs) I didn't even notice that I know that Jack had it when Pacey walks away or something because he looks at the card or when Pacey leaves Jack looks at the card as if he's going to call him yeah but Jack was given it was given to Jack oh that's funny now I'm questioning everything I'm pretty confident it <laughs> gave it to Jack directly I thought it was weird well now that's fine because now Jack can go like hook up with him right also, that guy wasn't cute at all he looked like he was like 80 years old <laughs> he wasn't my type I go for guys who are much bigger than me <laughs> I couldn't, I could never date like a, a shorter guy than me or like real skinny. I couldn't. Oh, wait. No, the other thing that was funny was that Pacey has gay panic again because the guy thought that they were a couple. <laughs> um. So now we're back in the movie. Joey sees Wilder get up in the middle of the film, which was weird. And she just follows him out into the hallway. He's like staring at a poster of the movie and he hears her click clacking up behind him. And he says something. He's like, isn't that a great title of a movie or something? And she goes, how did you know it was me? (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, I saw you when you came in, Joey. And he says, should I be jealous? And she goes, are you? And he says, like Medea. (laughs) Whoever that is. I know. I don't even know that is either. And she says, he's just a friend. And he says, mine's not. Sometimes we go out, have a few drinks, go back to my place. She forgets why I'm not right for her. And she goes, why are you telling me this? 
And he says, to get you to hate me. And she goes, well, it's working. <laughs> and she goes, so what is the best ending in all of literature? And don't say Ulysses. Everyone says Ulysses. <laughs> and he says, sentimental education by Flo- Flaubert. Flaubert. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Flaubert. Flaubert. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how it was either. Wait, wait. Um, what's the best ending in all of literature? Flubber st- starring Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sad ending. <laughs> I don't even remember. So, oh, oh, I remember watching that at Justin's a long, long time ago on like a Sunday afternoon. And I was like, I have to go home. <laughs> like, my parents are going to be like, where the hell were you all weekend? <laughs> Watching Flubber, duh. Oh my god, I think about those times now and I go, why did I leave? Like, why Why did I just stay there? I don't know. It's right. so weird. I guess I needed my alone time. <laughs> I believe that. So yeah, she's like, well, what happens? And he says, nothing really. Just two old friends sitting around remembering the best thing that never happened to them. And she goes, well, how do you remember something that never happens? And he says, fondly. <laughs> <laughs> okay fondly oh my god so she kisses him right in the middle of the like the theater although there's nobody around but still like if anybody from her class saw that they'd be like you're kissing the professor yeah they're lucky that this apparently this movie theater isn't popular for all the college kids i know from (laughs) where they just walked out to the bathroom and like oopsies you caught me or his date. Like, what if his date walked out and was like, David, what are you doing? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing with it? With you, what are you doing with this kid? <laughs> like, what? I don't, what? Joey's like, he wanted me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he might be sleeping with you, but he's thinking of me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have a cat fight. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Oh, my God. So he says, God is really punishing me here. He says, you're not trying to tempt me into reconsidering, are you? And she says, no, we don't know each other very well, do we? You have this not entirely true image of me. I'd rather you go on thinking that is. I don't even know what that means. Thinking about thinking that is whatever. And he asks her if they're okay, And she says, we're fine. (laughs) I'll be fine. And he says, in five years, you're going to know everything that I know and more. And I'm going to seem like the biggest dork you met. Or I already do. And she does. She goes like this. No, you don't. You're not. David Wilder, you are a dork. Definitely a dork. So Dawson comes out and finds Joey sitting by herself eating popcorn in the lobby. He's like, you want to tell me about your teacher? (laughs) And they go to leave and she's like, did you ever meet anyone who really saw you, but only saw the best side of you? And he says, well, besides you? And she says, I mean, someone older who saw everything you could be. If only you weren't you. And he says, after tonight, I kind of think you might not be. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, you kissed your professor. You kissed the guy who gives you grades. And she goes, is this constructive? (laughs) And she tells him that she wasn't, she was at his house the night that she came to help him with this movie. And she went there to try to straighten everything out. And he says, but really, you were going over there to make things more complicated. And she says, well, I never went back because of the mugging, but better off because I may have made myself look like a total fool. And he says, don't say that. You took a risk. You experienced something. And she says, 
but now I'll never know. Would I have gone through with it? The only way to know would be to, and he says, go back in time, stop time, go backwards. Would you want to do that? And she says, no. And he says, well, everything happens for a reason. I was like, exactly. I truly believe that. Me too. And he says, it's not so bad. The not knowing. It has a sweet sadness to it. No, she says that. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. The not knowing. It has this sweet sadness to it. And he says, I think I'm familiar with that feeling. (laughs) 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 So this is where Jack and Pacey are talking and... Uh, Pacey's like telling Jack he doesn't peg him as a guy who will go to this bar alone and he's like I I don't Audrey brought me here the night you cooked us dinner and he says that's kind of the essence of Audrey isn't it she zones in on that one thing that you're slightly afraid of and she doesn't take no for an answer it's a good quality to have and he goes (laughs) I wonder who does that for her and Pacey's like I'm gonna go chase the girl so then Jack stays and that's when he looks at the card that the food critic gave him (laughs) I was like, oh, that's weird. So now Audrey and Jen are saying goodbye to the band. And uh, the guy Steve is talking to Jen and he brings up her boyfriend again. And he says, it must have been love at first sight. I mean, a beautiful girl like you. And she says, actually, we were friends first. And he says, oh, so no passion. And she's like, did I say that? And he says, you said you don't trust in passion. Oh, yeah. They were having this whole conversation earlier about all this stuff and It just didn't seem like it made any sense to me. So he brings up that she said that she doesn't trust passion. Yeah, the whole passion conversation that they had, this like philosophical deep thing that they were trying to do just went right over my head. I was like, why why are we going in circles with this? That's why I didn't write it down. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Right. She says, yeah, but just because two people are friends first doesn't mean that they don't have any passion in their relationship. And he says, it does. I didn't mean to insult your relationship, but I believe in the connection, that gut feeling that says, this stranger, this person is meant to be a part of my life somehow. And I felt it for you tonight. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I rolled my eyes when he said that. And she says, well, that's easy for you to say, uh, isn't it? Some rock and roll guy who comes into town for 24 hours and leaves. And he's like, no, you're right. And then he gives her t-shirts and, and he leaves. And Audrey says, this is so not the night I expected. And Jen's like, yeah, I'm sorry I took the single one. And she says, well, maybe that's God's way of telling me I'm not as single as I thought I was. And then we see Pacey standing near his car waiting for her. And Jen says, yeah, maybe that is. Maybe that's your sign. (laughs) And Audrey goes over to Pacey and she apologizes for overreacting a little. She goes, happiness freaks me out. He tells her that her problem is that she's afraid to have sex with him a second time and he's not taking no for an answer. And she says, well, that's not very PC of you. And he says, no, neither is this. And he starts kissing her and they start kissing like hot and heavy outside in front of the car, his hot car. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, so what made you change your mind anyway? And she says, I met this really hot guy in a band. And he's like trying to talk to her while they're kissing. And she's not letting him talk. (laughs) (laughs) So Jen comes home and she brings Dawson a t-shirt, a band t-shirt, and she's like tired. So she lays down in bed with him and she's like, how's Joey? And he says, would you believe she almost had an affair with her English professor? And she goes, Joey, Joey Potter. (laughs) And he says, it was bizarre. It was almost like meeting a new person or something. And she says, well, what does that mean? He says, while I was talking to her, I realized how much time has passed and how much we've all changed yeah is that a bad thing he says not necessarily so she's like 
She says, do you think two people in a relationship should feel passionate about the same things in order for it to work? And he says, no, not as long as they're passionate about each other. And she says, and we are, right? We're passionate about each other. And he goes, are you having doubts? And she says, no, I'm just tired. And I'm insane. (laughs) And she just like lays her on his chest. And that's the end of the episode. Next episode is number 17, Highway to Hell. Um, wait, so do you agree with that? With what? Do you agree or disagree that two people in a relationship should feel passionate about the same things in order for it to work? No, sometimes opposites attract. I think it's good to have common ground, but it doesn't necessarily mean mean that everything needs to be the same. I think that would be boring, don't you? Yeah. I mean, me and Justin don't have the same interest at all, and we're very opposite. I don't think it's a a true statement. I think if you do have passion for each other, that's a good thing, obviously. It, like, keeps things alive in your relationship. I think sometimes when that passion for each other starts to die, that's when you're having problems. But if he was, like, watching Real Housewives with me every week, I probably would not like that. Like, just common interest. Like, I have no interest in tarot. Like, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't want You don't need to have everything in common, just some things. Like, yeah. Chris and I have, like, the bases covered. Like, we're not real. We're homebodies more than anything. We're not, like, the type of people to go out. Um, he's really flexible with the music that he listens to. And so am I. Doesn't necessarily mean our choices are the same. But I'll listen to whatever he puts on. He'll listen to whatever I put on. There's no complaints. Like, I don't hear anybody complaining about it. Like... The shows that he watches, like he'll watch his own stuff, and then I watch my own stuff. But a lot of the the weird stuff that I watch, he actually has been getting into. So, like, you don't need to have everything the same. You just need to have some kind of commonality. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh my god, we watch totally different shows. I have no interest in anything he watches. Jamie, he watches all this like medieval shit, like, like that. You know the show Vikings that was on. Yeah, and the last kingdom he watches he just has that shit on rome and yeah all of those yeah i have no interest in that but like but there'll be a show that we'll enjoy watching together like that's fun but yeah i don't need to watch like he watches the outlander and like i've never watched that show from the beginning but i i watch it when it's on and i kind of like understand it but like i have no desire to go back and watch it from the beginning it's it's good it's not bad I've yeah, watched a couple like, episodes. It's a little bit of like the whole time travel thing is kind of weird. Yeah, I don't understand it. And he's like, well, you have to watch it. I was like, I know, yeah. but I don't want to watch it. I just want to yeah. watch it when you have it on. I know I the guy's really hot in it. Yeah. <laughs> and he always shows his ass. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of nudity. Yeah, that I like about it. <laughs> it's, it's an adult show for sure. Um. All right. Well, Jamie. Oh, wait, we didn't do final thoughts. So any final thoughts on the episode, Jamie? <laughs> Um, no, I didn't mind it. You know what I mean? It it got the story to move on. We got past like the whole thing with Joey and the teacher and then the whole thing with, um, you know, the mugging. So now we're moving forward again. So I'm curious to see what's next. Cause honestly, I don't remember. (laughs) I don't either. I'm so like drawing a blank with all the rest of these episodes. I don't remember them at all. I know. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I knew that we weren't going to get any weird resolution with her or see the resolution with her and the mugging. I feel like it just happened in the episode because of him dying and her sort of like helping the mom with the money for daycare, which was so stupid. Yeah, it just wasn't Um, really like there wasn't really any purpose to it. 
no. besides, but you know, that's okay. Because now she's just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm totally fine, guys. You don't have to babysit me. I'm more concerned about my relationship with my professor. That's not happening. Oh my God. So you, the way you were saying I'm fine in the beginning, you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know what that reminded me of? You ever seen The Craft? Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the end. <laughs> I'm fine. And she's in like the, the bed, like tied to the bed and the, the crazy institution, you know, the Sorry, not crazy institution. That's probably the mental offensive hospital. to somebody. The <laughs> psychiatric <laughs> ward. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I know. I always used to think she was saying, I'm flying. I'm flying. Oh, you know what? Maybe she was saying she was flying. You know what? She probably was saying she was flying. I mean, it could be either or, I feel like. Perception. No, it was, it was probably flying. Now that you said that, I'm pretty confident that I'm wrong. I guess I'll have to put on the closed caption, find out. <laughs> I'm sure it's flying. Did you see the remake of the of the craft? It's I, I saw that they made one. I have not watched it. It's stupid. Don't even waste your of energy. It, of course it is. Every remake that they've tried to do from the like 90s shows are just not, not great, but not good i don't know just Um, leave it alone okay leave it alone well jamie before we go i wanted to read a really sweet email that we got from one of our favorite listeners slash friends michelle she just wanted to let us know how great we are (laughs) no um so Michelle writes, Hi, Stephen and Jamie. I'm listening to the Patreon episode right now. Thank you for being a Patreon member. Yes, thank you. My favorite way to start Wednesday morning. And I wanted to let you know, speaking of comfort podcasts, Stephen's being happy horror time. I wanted to let you know that mine is Creek Talk. Oh, I love this so much. <laughs> oh my God, that's so nice. Yesterday, I was having a terrible anxiety. Oh, I know that. You know, I was having some yesterday morning too. Yeah, I remember. remember we were talking about it. And I'm like, I just don't feel right. Like I'm very uncomfortable. My chest hurts and I don't know why. I did like take a break. And then I was fine. It was just weird. It came on suddenly and then it went away with a good distraction. Oh, I hate anxiety. Yeah. Um, I was having terrible anxiety and I put on one of my favorite episodes of yours and DC, Stolen Kisses. It really turned my day around. So I know I say this all the time, but it never hurts to remind someone how much you mean to them. Oh, and congrats on getting your question on the podcast with Kevin Williamson. Love, Michelle. Thank you so much for that, Michelle. That was really sweet of you. you. Yes. Michelle has been so... (laughs) Huh? It's very true. Like you... Everybody should always tell the person at least once a day how much they mean to them. You know what I mean? Your parents, your siblings, your spouses, your kids, at least once a day. Okay. Make it known. People don't talk about it enough. I feel like they don't express their admiration or whatever. I mean, maybe you do, but I feel like it's not enough. You know, spread the love. Well, I tell think- them you care because, you know, you never know. Life could be no, over to look like that. You don't know. I think it's also just. The days go by so fast sometimes and you're so caught up in your own life that you don't even think about it. I know, you don't. It gets away from you. You blink and next thing you know, like two weeks pass and you're like, oh, I should probably message my mom. <laughs> Let her know yeah, I'm still doing it. I'm the same way with my grandma. Yeah. I keep saying I need to call her. I need to call her. And I keep putting it off and putting it off. And I know she's probably pissed off at me. And I just have to, because she would have called me by now. She's. I know as soon as I call her, Jamie, she's going to be like, where have you been? Where, why haven't you called me 
I told her I wanted to take her out for her birthday and that was in August and it's now October and I've just been busy, you know? Yeah. It's hard. Uh, Life gets in the way. Yeah. So I need to set that up with her, but I, I think I'm going to see her this weekend because it's my niece's birthday party. Yeah. But you're right. It's just, you, you should let people know how much that, you know, they mean to you. you. Yeah. Yeah. But that was sweet. We appreciate that, Michelle. We do very much so. Oh, I was saying, Michelle has been listening to us for a while, and she was very active on Twitter with us, and now she's on Instagram, and I don't think she's in the Facebook group, but she's always so supportive and always giving us really kind words and everything, so we appreciate her so much. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. We love you. And if you want to send us an email or any type of feedback, you can send that to creeptalkpodcast at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram. And we'll read it on our next episode. We would love to hear. We love feedback. All right, Jamie. Well, I think it's time to go. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? So you can find me on Instagram at jlynn underscore book lover. Oh, beautiful. Thanks. (laughs) And if you want to find us, you can follow us on Instagram at Creek Talk Podcast and on threads under the same name. And we are on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. And we also have a Facebook group that you can join and engage with us over there. And if you're feeling generous, you can always give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and a five-star rating on Spotify. It's totally free and it really helps us out. So please go over there and do that for us. We will greatly appreciate it. And if you're feeling super generous, you can join our Patreon and get early access to our weekly episodes as well as exclusive bonus content. We are currently recapping the 2002 Kevin Williamson series, Glory Days. And it's been really fun so far. Right, Jamie? It has been, yes. (laughs) I'm enjoying it. I think it's a fun show to watch. It is a fun show. And it's a little bit easier to watch, too. The quality of the film is much better. <laughs> yeah, than Young Americans. Well, if you're interested in watch or listening to those, we have a full season of Young Americans you can listen to as well. And mm-hmm. we leave the links to the episodes if you want to watch and follow along. So go over to our link tree in any of our bios and you can find everything over there. Yes. Um, but for now, we appreciate you listening and we hope everybody has a great weekend. And like Jamie said... Tell everybody in your life that you appreciate them and that you love them because it matters. Yeah, it does. You never realize it until it happens. You're like, oh. Well, we'll be back (laughs) next week with an all new episode of Creek Talk Podcast. Bye. (laughs) Jamie, I appreciate you. Steven, I appreciate you every day. (laughs) <laughs> really <laughs> well yeah i talk to you every day do i not <laughs> oh yeah, okay you're right <laughs> i know i usually am you're welcome gotta go bye <laughs> okay <laughs>